two-time Southern Hot Wing Festival champion. What do you have to say to the people of Memphis? The first thing you gotta realize, brother, is this right here is the future of wings in Memphis. You can call us the New Wing Order, brother. We know your championship wings, but what about the rest of the menu? We've got a dropkick and buffalo chicken taco, then a vegan-friendly avocado taco, and Memphis is only hot wing nachos, brother. You heard it here, folks. You can find the New Wing Order food truck or book them at newwingorder.com or follow them on social media at newwingorder. How's it going, everybody? I'm Nick Schifani. And I'm Adam Schifani. In addition to being brothers, we're the founders of Nerd 901, a blog and podcast embracing the nerd culture in Memphis and around the world, all from our home base here in the 901. You can check out our team's exclusive content at nerd901.com. And while you're on the site, you'll want to take a look at the latest Surreal Entertainment schedule. Every week, we post an updated list of Surreal's upcoming bingo and theme trivia events, from TV shows to video games to music to movies and much more. No matter what you like, Surreal Trivia has a theme night just for you. And with our handy guide, you'll never miss out on any of our free fun. Nerd out about trivia and whatever else you love at nerd901.com and our Twitter at nerd underscore 901. Nerds unite! Are you one of the many Memphis area residents who suffer from everyday boredom? Do you sit around at night looking at your phone while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia. Well, actually, that'd be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's a trivia night with questions about stuff you and your friends know and like. Featuring unique weekly themes, including TV shows, movies, music, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, times, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com. Or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And by the way, did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact Cerrito Trivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis's most unique trivia experience to your next party, work function, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for everyday boredom. Work side of big with wing prices, laughing out loud, high five to eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverage, right kids scissors, and spending quality time with friends. CerritoTrivia.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. Making his way to the radio from Memphis, Tennessee, the home of rhythm and bruise. Please welcome your host and your hero, Kevin Cerrito. We're back to Cerrito Live. This is Anthony Sane, guest hosting. You guys know me, I cover the Grizzlies for the Memphis Flyer and also co-host of the Outsiders Podcast with my man, my best friend, Cam Rose. I'm here today on Saturday morning. This is the wrestling hour of the show. You guys don't know that I'm I'm a, I'm a quasi-wrestling um, fan, Drew, uh, Drew behind the glass. I'm not going to say that I'm as big as a fan of Kevin Cerrito. I was definitely a huge fan when I was younger, but I'm, I'm getting back into it now. My guy, Kofi Kingston, is, is, is the WWE champion, so I'm definitely bandwagon, uh, bandwagon jumping on the uh, – the WWE experience. Another thing that's, that's jumping me back into the wrestling world is the phenomenal, awesome uh, shows that they have each and every, not every Saturday night, but every other Saturday night. I know it's at least twice a month at the rec room. And my man to my right, as, as well as another gentleman to my far right, uh, Contar Macklin is the commissioner of uh, 901 Wrestling. And another gentleman who's one of my favorite, fan favorite. Every time he comes out, I cry screaming laughing when this guy comes out because his whole character is, is, uh, Hilarious to me. I don't know his real name, but we're going to stay in character today. My man, Big Swole, is to my far right. And my guy, Commissioner Contar Magnus, to my media right. Gentlemen, how are y'all doing this morning? What's going on? It's, up, good, to, it's good to see y'all, man. Um, I'm going to talk about Big Swole first because his, his gimmick is hilarious. He comes out with this protein shake in a, <laughs> in a cup. Beast mode. <laughs> he, comes out, he has a protein shake in a cup, and he's drinking this protein shake as he comes to the ring. And it says, like, Swole special. What does it say on the... 
Swole special stuff. Yeah, it says swole special <laughs> stuff, which is, I guess, it's kind of a um, a joke towards enhancements of some type. But anyway, but swole's a pretty big dude. When he comes out, he's a fan favorite. I'm not sure if he's a heel or a face, but I know the fans like you anyway. And I love to see you come out because I know you come out taking care of business. And for those of you who have never came to the rec room on a Saturday night, it's an experience like none other in the city of Memphis. I went there uh, on a referral to come check it out. Uh, and I heard that Contar was part of it. Contar is a guy that I would see on Facebook, but we, I didn't really know him. But when I came out and saw it, it blew me away because, you know, the rec room is a it's it's a bar. It's a place where you come out and you do your thing on a Saturday night. And then, hey, there's freaking wrestling going on. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's that overwhelming to the point where and they have a great show, uh, a lot of great guys. There are a lot of guys. That, they allow the guys to have their personality, show their personality, and it's, it's phenomenal. And, and you're sitting there at the bar drinking a beer and, wrestlers are walking through there talking trash to you. So that's that's the experience I like about it, that you guys are walking right there in the crowd, and it's fun, and everyone is allowed to to, to show their personality. And it's not about you, Contar, when you're up there on the stage. And the guy who's the owner, you never know he's the owner. He just blends right in. And it's not like the show is about the guys who've been there, done that. They're, they're making these opportunities for these young guys in the city of Memphis to, to do their thing before in front of a different kind of crowd, I think you guys would say, because it's not the typical crowd that you guys see at your normal wrestling events. But it's a great thing that you guys do. Uh, Contar, tell us about your role in character that, that you do for uh, Not a One Wrestling, which is a great organization. Okay. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> I am your favorite Not a One Commissioner, Contar the Great. The biggest thing to come through Memphis Wrestling since uh, probably ever. So <laughs> let's just get that just understood. Get that yeah. What's going on? Uh, man, look. Saturday night, especially tonight. Tonight. We have a show, 7 o'clock. Rick, Rick Room now. $5 entry. Family friendly. Five bucks. You can't go anywhere for five bucks and have you a ball. They are serving pizza. Uh, They got beer. They got, uh, hey, look, it's just a nice, nice spot. And I'm telling you, it's family friendly. Every Mm -hmm. single person I know who has who has ever come out loved it, and I love it. It's it's dope. And, it's, and speaking of uh, family friendly, like I said, you do see kids there, and you guys have done something with seating seating lately. Y'all have turned the the couches around where there's more is additional seating now. Right, 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 right. 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 Yeah, like so we just trying to cause like at uh, first we started off we just was just uh just trying to get us a, a spot and mm-hmm. it was kind of it was kind of cramped, but then now is the fans. Continue to right. come out. They having to open it up for us, right? And man. it's it's awesome, man. Like it's a really good time. It's a really good show. I can't think of the champion's name, but the guy who has the who had the belt last time I was there, Andy Mack. Yes, man. Uh, hilarious. And look, Andy Mack tonight <laughs> against Ken Dane. Look, I mean, I am supposed to be also be equal and just like you know, what I'm saying just straight down the the uh, you know, what I'm saying the pipe. But I don't like Andy, <laughs> and I. And I'm really hoping and praying that somebody finally finally put their hands hands on Andy's wheezy neck. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, hopefully Ken Dan can come on through and just come on roll with it. You know what I'm saying? But though we definitely gonna be I'm saying we definitely gonna be rocking, we definitely gonna be rolling. And then I won't be swole to, you know what I'm saying, just kind of speak on it too. Right. Cause like you know what I'm saying, Swole been in this business a long, long time. But mm-hmm. I mean, ever since I met Swole. Swole just been A1. I could ask him anything. Right. And 
Swobin's just straight down the middle with me, and yeah. I appreciate that. And Big Swole is probably the most Memphis wrestling name possible as well. Hey, look here, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I'm saying, look here, like I was saying, I saw what's in I saw what's in the cup. It's, it's like mm-hmm. a nice mixture of like Thor's, like, uh, yeah. you know what I'm saying, his hammer, and then some more stuff that I've been sworn to secrecy, you know what I'm not to ever say, but I did see some sprinkles of Thor's, like, hammer go in there. So okay. I'm is there, is there any vibranium in, in the cup? Uh, <laughs> you know, there's a little bit of everything. I got to okay. stay nourished, you know. Okay, yeah. So yeah. you come out. Yeah, I'm very excited about this main event tonight, too. Ken Dang, Andy Mack. Uh, I'm watching it real close because. That's the title I got my eye on too, and after that, after they get done with their feud, you know, I'll be looking to Contar to try to get my shot as well. But uh, we got a big show tonight. Every show we have is a big show. You know, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people say that, but every match on our every card is a main event match. We got Prince Adonis tonight, finally mm-hmm. getting back in the ring. Uh, he's going to take on uh, the Filipino Dragon tonight. You know, and then we got some of the other matches tonight. I know. Nine on one's baddest. Dustin Anthony, Hunter Havoc are gonna be out there. Mm-hmm. Hunter's gonna be telling folks it's over with. Whatever yeah. the other <laughs> says, you know. What's the what's the the, the stable you guys have um, with the guy with the black hat and the, and the sunglasses, the older guy? I, y'all have some stuff, man. It's it's just quirky. Like it's like if you if you're just looking at it, you're like, man, what in the world is that? Like what are they doing? Like it's it's hilarious, man. It's like not, nothing the particular guys are saying, but just their body language, the way that they act out their characters is just. It's it's great, bro. Like it's it's like I said, the guy that has it comes out with the black suit, the older guy with the black suit in the shades doesn't say a word. But I just look at the guy and like, man, that guy oh, is awesome. Oh, it's like about, an older uh, guy. He comes out. He comes out with the click. The guy, the the the, uh, the heel group you guys have. Yeah, uh, that's T Bird. T Bird, yeah, yeah. T Bird, yeah, man. Hilarious. He's head of security, but he don't really say a whole lot. <laughs> exactly or T-Bird. do a whole lot anyway. <laughs> but yeah, like, T Bird beast mode. Like I, <laughs> I've been to a few um, local. You know, um, shows, local shows from different organizations. I'm and just gonna be honest with you. Hold on, let me just uh, <laughs> let, me, let me just really cut you out. Just to really be oh, pushing fine. it though. Nine O One Wrestling is a company that is just. I mean, we are grinding. We are not. We are not comfortable like now because like you get so much negative feedback. Mm-hmm. Our company man is a company of guys that really. Like each other, right? I was about to say that every person want each person to be big at it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So after it is there is no beef. When I say we have no beef in our locker room at all, mm-hmm. well, first off, I'm not taking it. I'm not having it. But man, we got some good guys, and man, good guys that want to come on and 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 just put on a great show for the fans and just leave them wanting more. And this is exactly. What happens? Yeah, it's it's definitely entertaining, man. Like I said, I've been to a few of them in the city of Memphis, and I see, I see a lot of botched moves. I see a lot of situations where, um, just you know, it's it's good. It's, I guess a good show is a good show for kids. But you guys show is legit a good show. Like it's good for kids and adults. That. And like I said, the the storylines are, are entertaining. The characters are full of personality. Like I said, even guys who aren't even saying anything, like the way they come off, their mannerisms are just awesome. Like I said, the heel stable you guys have, the the huge guy, what's his name? Havoc. Havoc. That guy is hilarious, man. Like, and and I and I go to be entertained. I'm not particularly yeah, going to it. to watch the particular moves guys are pulling off, but it's, it's funny, on? man. Like it's it's just hilarious. And uh, then there was something else that you said though. There's a big big key. I'm saying that other companies don't do mm-hmm. a storyline. Right. We have a storyline to where you can go back for years mm-hmm. 
and it all equals up to what's going on now. Right. There's not just guys coming in on Saturday, like, okay, then we're going to put you with him, we're going to put you with him, we're going to put you with him. No, it's a storyline. Mm-hmm. The whole way is entertainment. The whole way. Mm-hmm. And another thing that I want to uh, commend you guys on is, Contar, uh, I know you've been in the wrestling game for a while, and um, you could easily come in and say, well, okay, this is my thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a Triple H and make this about me, you know, where I'm coming out with these big elaborate entrances. Like I, I can't stand Triple H. I just thought I put put that out there. But um, you could be that guy, but you're not. I mean, you, you you're putting on these younger guys, and you look at a guy like uh, what's the, what's the champion's name again? Andy Mack. And you look at a guy like Andy Mack, who isn't the most physically built guy that you'll see, but he's got so much personality, he's got so he much in ring talent that you guys are promoting guys like that. And I, I just think it's great, man. Like I, I'm, I'll probably be there tonight. Uh, get my couple beers and just laughing my butt off. Like I'm prepared for that to happen. But um, like I said, man, I just I just really love what you guys are doing. So uh, Swole, you said that you've been around for a while. So you you're from, you're a native Memphian. I'm a native Memphian, mm-hmm. but I lived in Kansas City. That's where I actually started wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did some SWAT work up there for a while and got trained up there. But then when I moved back, I started really getting into the scene here. And I was prim- primarily a tag team wrestler for a long mm-hmm. time until I got with. 901, and that's when Big Swole was born. Right. Well, like I said, I love the gimmick, man. Next time you come down to the ring, I'm just going to get behind you and just walk just walk up like I'm with you, man. I'm, I'm with Swole. You're right. Throw your cup of when the uh, music hit. Swole. You got, you got scream uh, Swole man. with it. Right. Because people, people laugh at me, man, because when you come out, that, that whole gimmick is just hilarious. Like I said, the, I love it too, the Swole's man. special stuff. Man. I, gotta we keep, hey, I, 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 I live it, man. I live it. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, like, they're, they're looking at He's Swole. Right, he's, he's a big dude, man. I, I'm here. Like, I'll, I'll, admit, I'll admit, like, uh, Contar is one of those dudes I tell him, like, dude, you literally intimidate me. Like, every time I see Contar, I like and. And Drew's back there sweating just like I am, just because it's two huge dudes back here. So you know, I'm just, I got my eye on right. Drew too. Uh, <laughs> do something wrong. I ain't yeah. gonna do nothing wrong. I'm just glad that I'm. I want to stay on y'all's good side. Right. That's what I want to do. I don't want these guys to, to just snap off for some reason. Then you know, because I can't fight, so you know, I'd be in bad shape. I'm a pacifist, so I don't fight. Yeah, but but see, Drew's wearing a Tiger basketball hat. So That's a good deal. And I know the contest. I know you're a big fan of Tiger basketball. I am. And we'll segment. Uh, we'll segue into that. Um, what are your What are your thoughts, man? Like we had, um, we had Jonah Jordan on, who works for the Daily Memphis, okay. right? covers the team. He talked about things he sees happening, and we talked about how it could go in a way, man. Like it could go where Penny can end up getting a bunch of guys. We could, he could have this phenomenal class. He could have mm-hmm. this great class, like he already has. If he doesn't add another kid, right? Like what What are your thoughts on that whole thing, man? You know, man, Penny is doing a great, great job. Yeah. I mean, if I mean if Penny stopped right now. With uh, getting people, we still have a amazing class. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's like coming in. So then with this class here, hopefully it will lead to some more classes right. on down now. Because like, if like, you know what I'm saying? Because like, really, if you really look at it, you know what I'm saying? The only person that I think can come in and just play one and leave is James. Mm-hmm. So then after this, you are still leaving back some great, great players. Mm-hmm. And then you add on to them. Hey, man, look, man, we back. Right. Tiger basketball is back. Right, and that's what I tell people all the time. Like the difference between Memphis and uh, some of the bigger programs is, yeah, we have this great class coming in, but you have teams like Duke and Kentucky where they'll have these five star players, and only two of them go to the NBA, or one goes to the NBA. Then those guys turn into sophomores on top of another top five class. Exactly. That's when your program really goes to the that's next level. That's go. when you're a perennial top five, exactly. top ten team. Because I, I think a lot of fans are kind of jumping the gun. They're saying, well, maybe it's going to be a Final Four team. And you know, I'd love to see it, but, I mean, I just think that's kind of unrealistic because – I mean, you know, 
man, we're still gonna be young. Yeah. We're still gonna be a young, young team. And like you don't say you could like you don't say you can look at Duke. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying prime, prime thing now with Duke. They gonna have three of the top ten players that Every go year. you know what I'm saying, that's that's gonna get drafted this year. They're mm-hmm. gonna have three people that's gonna go in the top ten in yeah. the top ten. And they did not win the championship. Right. You gotta have that so, depth. Yeah, you you gotta have depth. You gotta have somebody, you know what I'm saying? You gotta have other players. You just can't have these one player. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah. But Kantar, uh, as we wrap up the segment, something I definitely want to talk about with you as well um, is that I know you have an awesome story. I don't know the whole right. thing about it. Right. I know some of it. I know that you're a successful business owner. Mm-hmm. I know that you are the commissioner of Nine One Wrestling. Right. But tell the fans some things about you that that you said that you were free. You freely wanted to talk about. Yeah, sure. I think it's an amazing testimony. Right. Yes, sir. And before you get started, I, I remember I saw you out. I was at, out getting breakfast with my son one time. And Kantar stopped and he took pictures with my son. And he just he's just a guy that just loves kids and just loves the fans and loves the feedback from the fans. But just go ahead and tell your story, um, Kantar. Okay. Well, all right then. Well, then, just for me, hey, a uh, smaller thing is just like uh, everybody sees just a uh, big guy. You know, I'm a very big saying, guy. I, uh, do all this. I'm a wrestler. I'm a small business owner. But, though, like, you know, so one thing that I'm not proud of is I am a felon. Mm-hmm. So the thing about this is, Convicted felon is like, you know what I'm saying, once you get that, you know what I'm saying, that title, and then it's it's like this. Uh, two things could go for you, like, you know what I'm saying, why you a felon. You either can take it and, like, you know what I'm saying, take it and, you know what I'm saying, just learn from it and roll, mm-hmm. or you can be there and, and you can just live there for your life. And, like, man, right. I chose to take it, learn from it. That's the key what people don't do. They don't learn from their mistakes. Right. <laughs> take it, learn from it, and then be better. You know, so mm-hmm. you definitely got to be better from it. And so you you came from that, and then you got out. You got you you got out of prison. Yes. And I know that you have your own business now. You do, I have my own business. You do your detailing. Uh, yes, sir. Thing, which is awesome. I've seen pictures of it. All. Try stay clean. Yeah. Hot living. Nine zero one nine two two nine two three four. All pressure washing needs. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, just that's so, so, so the shout out, but it's all yeah. good. But like I said, uh, it's an amazing story, man, to see you come from that. I appreciate uh, it. Like I said, I, I've just now recently, we've just now recently began to be, be close or whatever. Right. But like I said, you're someone that I genuinely look at as someone that I admire, that I, is a personal goal model of mine. Appreciate it. Like that. I said, to see what you see what you guys do with 901 Wrestling, mm-hmm. like I said, it's amazing uh, that you guys are doing things like that in the city of Memphis. In the rec room, it's super fun. I'll yes. be there tonight. Uh, like you said, it's only $5 to get in. Five bucks tonight, 7 o'clock. Come on out, uh, check us out. It's gonna be a uh, man. It's gonna be a great, great show. Like, uh, come on out and see the main, main event. Ken Dane, Andy Mack is going down, and then something else too. It's gonna be this guy named Tommy, Tommy Jacks. He's gonna try to stroll down in some type of wheelchair. If uh, somebody just wanna nudge him for me, you will not be punished. <laughs> I promise you, you won't be punished. You just nudge him, you will not be punished by it. <laughs> if you want to get caught up on the storylines too before you come out tonight, go to 901wrestling.com. Yeah, yeah, check out the website. You see all the videos, YouTube, 901 Wrestling, all the social media is yes, the 901 Wrestling. wrestling. Yeah, and search wrestling. us and you'll find us on there. And something else y'all do as well is like y'all do the intro videos, y'all got the stuff going on the screen, and the rec room kind of yields to that because they've got that technology mm-hmm. already. But I, I just love the fact that you guys go to extra notch and not just, like you said, just throwing out matches. Yeah, the no. matches make sense exactly. and you got your heels, you got your baby faces. And I'm going to tell you a group that I like. Now, I kind of I kind of joke about it because the guy kind of reminds me of um, Finn Balor a little bit. 
Right, I, I don't know if he's intentionally trying to do that. Or he just kind of can't help it. Yeah. But the guy who does the the next level thing, next level, yeah, Dream, I, Dream Street, Street Express, yeah. baby. Yeah, that tag team is is great, man. Like I said, they come out and they've got the glow sticks and people oh, are throwing man. the. Glow. Oh, I was tripping. Like, man, they got a real party going and, on. And, yeah. and look, you talking about <laughs> talent? Yeah, I'm telling you, look, every show is a party. Man, yeah, every show, man. And like and like I'm saying, both of them guys are yeah. Talented, but like I'm saying, just like you said, though, Josh. You know what I'm saying? Josh is on, like you say, he's on the next level because yeah. that guy just has so much energy and, I mean, he's just so, so smooth with it. Yeah, they, they put so on a, a great show, man, and, and I really like what those guys do. Um, trying to think if there's something else about the particular show I wanted to talk about. Other than y'all need to be there, man. Y'all need to come out tonight come on at the rec room. It's uh, off of Sam Cooper Boulevard. I think it's on Broad Avenue. 3,000 Broad. Yeah, 3,000 Broad, Broad Avenue. Avenue. It's $5 to get in. It got pretty cheap bar there. Yeah. Just get there early. Find you somewhere to see. Okay. Sit. And even see if you don't, man, key. just get there hang out. Just hang. It's like I said, you're inside of a bar, so you're just hanging out. Wrestling's going on. You know, literally got, feet away from you. They got Poncho's cheese dip. Too. Yeah, they got Poncho's <laughs> cheese dip. <laughs> I said, that what you yeah. got. And they got uh, they got the axe throwing thing going on in there too. They've, yeah, they got man. the axe throwing too. That's on the uh, other side, man. Yeah, I'm a little afraid to try that though, bro. Hang on. I lie. mean, I will try it. It's just cool though. I, I would try it. It's like me by myself. I got I got a fear like. I act slipping out somebody's hand, and I got like. Well, I don't like them. So they all got locked <laughs> off. They like, can't nobody go over towards you. Yeah. And you know, can't go towards them. Yeah, I just got a fear of somebody cocking back. And right. I got an axe stuck in my head, you know. So, I but see. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's it's a great time at the rec room. Um, rec room is a cool place to go anyway. But then when you go on a Saturday night and a great local wrestling show like what you guys have going on, like I said, real I'm there often, man. Yeah, it's real Memphis wrestling. Like I said, like the, the old days when you had the great storylines. With Jerry Lawler and such, and it was it's just good stuff, man. Like I, I really enjoy it, and I'm not just saying it because I don't. I'm not getting a dime from going there. I pay my money to go. Like yeah. I said, I, I I enjoy going there, man. And I appreciate uh, that. But I appreciate you guys coming out today, man. Thank uh, you, man. Got my guy Big Swole, one of my personal it. favorites. Oh yeah. And nine zero one wrestling dot com, baby. Nine zero one wrestling, all social media. <laughs> well, you guys make sure you check that out. Thank you all for coming out again. This was Contar Macklin, the commissioner of nine zero one wrestling, and my guy Big Swole. No, like right. I said, the most Memphis name in the history of of Big Swole wrestling. Justin Cole, baby. Big Swole Justin Cole is in the house, and, and his special, his spe- what do you, you call it? One more time, it's the secret stuff. Yeah, uh, Swole <laughs> secret stuff that he keeps in, in his <laughs> in his cup. I gotta give me some. I, I might I might have my my red. Uh, my red cup to the side. You can give me a Bring it tonight. We'll yeah. cheers it up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, thank you guys again. We're about to go I to a break. You, when we come back, we got Kevin Cerrito is going to call us in, and he's going to um, talk about different things. He's going to talk about WrestleMania, Kofi Kingston, and uh, just the, the current state of the WWE and things like that. And when we'll be back. We'll, like I said, we'll chop up with Kevin. Until then, we'll be back in a moment. From Penny, the Tiger player. Through Penny, the Tiger coach. Well, I think the, the main game plan is we can teach you. We're going to develop you. We're going to get you better. For over 25 years, we have been real sports talk for Memphis in the Mid-South. Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Attention all grandmas, grandpas, nanas, and pop-pops. Bingo is not just for you anymore. Introducing Cerrito Bingo. It's a modern twist on a classic game for everyone to enjoy. Play 10 exciting rounds of free bingo every week at locations all over the Memphis area. For more info, visit CerritoBingo.com. Cerrito Bingo is the game-o. Now play Cerrito Bingo every Sunday fun day at Laughlin Yard, every Tuesday during Pike Night at Elbow, and every Friday night at Memphis Maid's Tap Room. 
Are you one of the many necessary residents who suffer from everyday boredom? Do you sit around at night looking at your phone while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia. Well, actually, that'd be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's a trivia night with questions about stuff you and your friends know and like. Featuring unique weekly themes, including TV shows, movies, music, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, times, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com. Or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And by the way, did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact Cerrito Trivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis's most unique trivia experience to your next party, work function, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for everyday boredom. Warning side effects may include wing prices, laughing out loud, high five, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverage, white pickle scissors, and spending quality time with friends. CerritoTrivia.com. Now. <laughs> Back to the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. And we're back to Cerrito Live. Your guest host is here, Anthony Sane of the Memphis Flyer, also the Outsiders Podcast. Uh, it's been a good show so far today, Drew. I think I've been I've been fine. I'm all right. You've been doing okay. Yeah, man. I, uh, we had, I ain't got no complaints. Yeah. Been rolling pretty smooth. I'm glad you were here, though, man, because I just had to do it all by myself, man. I've been looking crazy. been... Looking pretty bad. Uh, but, yeah, um, had Jonah Jordan on from the um, Daily Memphian. He talked some Tiger basketball, Tiger football stuff. Had Amari Sankofa on to talk some Grizzly stuff. Wild Grizzlies uh, week that just passed by with the new um, management situation. Had my friend Contar Macklin, 901 Wrestling. Also, Big Swole. Uh, his name is Adam Cole. I can't remember. I just know him as Big Swole. Big Swole and Contar Macklin came in talked about 901 Wrestling, which is a great show. Like I talked about, like, <clears throat> like I talked about that whole segment. And like I said, I'll be there tonight. And now we've got the actual host of the show, Kevin Cerrito, who's been just screwing around all Saturday morning, man. He called me last night about 2 in the morning. No, I'm just joking. We we already had this planned. I was going to come here. But uh, Kevin Cerrito's calling in. Kevin, what's going on, man? Hey, greetings and salutations, Anthony. How are you this man, morning? Man, I'm Sounds good. Sounds like you've had a, a very fun show so far. Yeah, man, it's been good. I just want to let you know, bro, I've, I've moved everything around. Like, nothing's where you left it. So just be prepared for that when you come in next week. I just came in and just started moving stuff, man. Just, yeah. Just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's fine with me. I hope that doesn't bother anybody when they come in on Monday. Right, exactly. But, yeah, man, it's, it's good to hear you um, on the other side of the phone. Uh, how, how's your week been, man? Everything been okay? You, you, uh, how, how, you saw Monday Night Raw and the Raw after – WrestleMania and SmackDown uh, the following night. So what what do you think about what you saw this week, man? Of course. So I'm not sure what you've talked about yet because I am out of town and I'm traveling. But mm-hmm. I we, we've got to talk about WrestleMania. We've got to talk about the Raw after Mania, the SmackDown after Mania, all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because every week on the show, we talk about the biggest wrestling story of the week. And sometimes the biggest wrestling story of the week is, in fact, the biggest story in the history of our sport. Mm-hmm the history of our sport the biggest match in pro wrestling history the two biggest superstars in our sport in the biggest event this sport has ever seen the biggest match in the history of our sport it's the biggest story in the history of our great sport <laughs> thank you tony shivani <laughs> but the uh WWE had some pretty big moments this week at wrestlemania and i'm excited i'm really uh thrilled that you're you're hosting the show this week when mm-hmm. we when we planned it, could not have planned for a better week for you to sit right. there with the with the chaos with the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, I was like, "Oh, this is perfect." Anthony's got hour number one locked down, mm-hmm. and then the rest the wrestling hour. I was like, "Well, Anthony's kind of a casual fan," but I'm like, "That's perfect for him to host the wrestling hour." Right. WrestleMania week is to have the casual fan 
and get their perspective because this is when wrestling fans, whether you're diehards or not, you pay attention to the product this one week every year. And right. I know you in particular uh, were paying even closer attention yeah. because of what was going on with Kofi Kingston, right? Right. right. Being, being that I am a, uh, a melanated individual, I was uh, I did have a, a particular interest in Kofi <laughs> Kingston uh, winning the WWE title. Uh, a lot of debates were going around. A lot of people were saying things like, because the, the thing was that, that the WWE, as well as just people in general, the media were, were pushing the fact that Kofi Kingston was the first non-biracial, just, you know, 100% black WWE world champion. And then some people were saying, well, what about The Rock or what about Booker T or what about Mark Henry, these guys? And, and of course, they won the, the, the World Heavyweight Championship, which is the old belt that came from the WCW and, and, and the WWE always used as a secondary belt. But just to see... Kofi Kingston win the, win the same belt that uh, Hulk Hogan won, Macho Man Randy Savage won, the Ultimate Warrior, those Stone Cold Steve Austin, those type of guys, for him to carry that belt, uh, I think it's a significant moment. And, and whether people want to talk about what whether wrestling is real or fake, all those type of things, it's, it's the equivalent of him winning an Oscar, being the best at his craft you know, in, in that particular moment, that particular season. So like I said, for uh, as, as a black man, uh, I was – it was good to see it, man. It was great. And um, like I said, I had my son there with me. I let him stay up late to see that potential, uh, potential uh, historic moment on the school night. So he's five. And like I said, he's he's known to be, you know, he's he's a John Cena fan like every kid is. But just for him to be able to see, you know, a, a black champion, I think that, that that was a great moment for him as well. But I actually had to go and get him out of the bed again when John Cena came out. So, you know, he got, he got to stay up a, a bonus hour when John Cena came out that night. Yeah, it's a bunch of babble if anybody like does the argument of, oh, it's not really a real championship. You don't really win. What's the big deal if they've had a black champion or not? But like, we're just a year removed from Black Panther coming out in movie theaters and the right. impact we had all saw of that. Like, it's mm-hmm. important. Yes, newsflash, the Avengers are not real, right. but it, <laughs> it is a big deal that Black Panther uh, movie was as successful as right. it was, as good as it was, and that it was, that it was actually a thing, right? Um, and so... This is also the same, the, very, very similar uh, for anybody who wants to dispute whether or not it's real or fake. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's a bunch of babble. You know that but I'm on the radio every Saturday at this time talking about professional wrestling. Right. That's an that's absurd argument. We've talked, I mean, the, the Rock, I'm so glad that Kofi won for, for so many reasons. But putting the end to the is the Rock black debate is uh, that so many wrestling fans have had, which is just a, it's just an absurd conversation, but it comes up all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can finally don't have to have that conversation. Right. And the thing is, people say, well, well why does it matter? Well, two things I'll say on that. If, if it doesn't matter, why hadn't it happened? I mean, <laughs> if it's not a big deal, right. why, why hasn't it happened before now? And the second thing is, if it matters to someone, it matters. It may not particularly matter to you, but if it matters to a group of people, it, it means that it matters, and it's a big deal to them. And, and I think that that's fine. That um, that minorities or black people or whatever are, are excited that they see someone that looks like them uh, finally win the championship. But you know my you know my um, my gripe that I do have with the whole situation. I'm not the biggest fan. I'm not the biggest fan of the new day, and I I, I speak about that often on Twitter. Um, you know I, I I know I'm in the minority. That I know a lot of people love the new day, and and I get upset for the reason why they love the new day. But like I said, uh, it is what it is. I rather see uh, Kofi Kingston be a champion who's uh, himself. And I, and I know people say, well, he is being himself, but I, he's being himself because that's the type of character that has to go over in the WWE because of the way things are set up in the WWE. I would like to see him be just Kofi Kingston, who's a 
you know, who's a great wrestler, you know, athletic, off the top rope moves, creative in the ring. I like to see him just be that guy, and not particularly the character of the over the top character that the New Day um, provides. But I mean, that's that's neither here nor there. But like I said, I, I'm not gonna, I probably don't want to go too far in that today on the on the station. But I'm not the <laughs> biggest I'm not the biggest fan of the New Day, uh, Kevin. Oh, you're not. Well, that's uh, that is that's an interesting conversation. I mm-hmm. want I, I would love to explore with you with, with you in the future. But mm-hmm. Kofi Kofi winning at WrestleMania. I'm glad your son got to 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 stay up cause yeah. to, to actually see that. Did he? Did he's a fan of John Cena. Did he see the the John Cena come out and was he confused? Yeah, with I, John Cena rolling out his old gimmick. Yeah, he gimmick? was like, my my son's only five. So he was like, he's like, he's got a he's got like a, a different hat. And he's got like. He said he's got like a necklace on, and he, my son was just saying everything. Like he was just saying, like, okay, this don't look like this ain't John Cena I'm used to with the with the pink and I mean with the the neon green or whatever neon green and purple whatever it is he does. So so he was a little thrown off when he saw that, but he was he was glad to see him or whatever. Like he was he was half asleep when I got him out to bed to see it because I know he would have wanted to see it or whatever. But uh, like I said, it was it, it was being a casual fan, even just watching WrestleMania was was a chore because it was freaking ten hours long. You know what I mean so. So it, even being casual, it was it was a task to actually watch WrestleMania. I didn't watch the whole thing, and while I was watching, I was kind of multitasking. I was putting a desk together for my son in this room. But like I said, it was it was a pretty good show. I don't see how anyone could have watched the f- whole thing from beginning to end. But um, <laughs> well, then, I, I mean, I did. Many people watched it from the beginning to end. It was a marathon. It's the hard the hardest part is being in the in the actual MetLife Center, as Hulk Hogan would say, <clears> to uh, actually. To, be in there and in your seat for that yeah. for seven and a half hours is no, uh, would be would be a, a tough task. But for Kofi Kingston, but again, we had the historic Kofi Kingston moment, and which uh, was just just amazing. And the, the first ever women's main event of, of a WrestleMania, which ended in a in a botch, and I'm sure your son was asleep by that point, um, and probably many young little girls across. America who were excited about it. I was talking to people who whose daughters were so excited uh, to actually see the women main event and have mm-hmm. such a big match, but the match doesn't go on till twelve thirty Eastern, eleven thirty yeah. Memphis time, yeah. and and it's like you, no kid is up that late to actually right. see this big historic moment. It, like it, they, it, it's it's a, they had to go on last. You wanted to go on last, but they had so much stuff before. And it was impossible not to be worn out or already asleep by the time that they actually went out, and you, there's no way to enjoy that match uh, the way that we should have. Yeah, that's that's a good point I didn't think about because, like, like I said, as a as a black man, I got super excited about the whole Kofi Kingston thing. But mm-hmm. as far as women are concerned, and young girls are concerned, to see those women in that final match, I know that that was a big deal as well, and that's something I, I really don't think is getting enough attention. Like the the Kofi Kingston thing, just kind of totally. Almost wiped that totally out, out, of, out of the equation. Like I said, that's an awesome thing as well. But like you said, the show was extremely long, and it ended it ended very late that night. Like I said, man, any place I go to, if I'm there for seven and a half to eight hours, they owe me a check at the end of the week, man. Like I, I just I just can't. I don't see how, <laughs> you know what I mean. I, I don't see how nobody could put that much time into uh, put into the event because I would have tapped that out after about an hour and a half or two. But like I said, nine on one wrestling is like a two hour show, and, and that works for me, man. You know what I mean? As far as going to see uh, live wrestling, but like I said. Um, but I will say this though, Kevin. The next night on Raw, um, I was like, man, if, if they take this belt off after uh, off of Kofi after 24 hours, I'm going to ride just like I was going to ride if they didn't give it to him the night before. And they had to match this, the big setup with uh, with uh, Kofi and um, crap, I forgot his name. Um, 
burn it Seth down. Rollins. Yeah, yeah, Seth Rollins. They had the, the big uni- uh, where they're going to unify the titles. It didn't happen. They were in, they were, uh, it was interfered with by the bar, which is a big letdown. I'm glad Kofi got to keep the belt or whatever, but it was a big letdown. So what did you think about that, uh, Cerrito? Well, so if we, we go back to we go back to WrestleMania. So at WrestleMania, at first when they the Koki match happens with Daniel Bryan, I my reaction and I, I possibly yours. I'm sure you're glad, right? So you're mm-hmm. like beat the match before you had to go to bed because right. it was already pretty late. But it's like, why is this match going on right now? It's going on before uh, the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, it was super it's going, early. Yeah, it's going on before all. Uh, before even Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre in a non-title match. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the richest prize in the industry. That's right. your number one title. Why is it going on? I, it ended up being happy that it went on then because we weren't worn out. We weren't mm-hmm. tired. Uh, the, as you said, the, the black kids watching could actually see that moment mm-hmm. and, and witness that. And then you see Kofi's kids coming to the ring. Um, unlike the little girls watching for the historic moment, they probably had to watch the next day or or ask their parents about it in the morning because right. uh, it was so late. So it ended up, I, I was I thought it ended up being a good spot on the card because we all got to enjoy it and we weren't worn out by that point. Right. And, and actually get to, and it was the best, one of the best matches on, maybe the best match, uh, really, uh, on the WrestleMania. But when I'm watching that match, I'm like, okay, booking-wise, it may be, maybe it makes sense that Kofi does not win. Look, Money in the Bank's early this year. Money in the mm-hmm. Bank's coming up in May. Kofi is outstanding in the Royal Rumble matches, in the, in ladder matches. Have him win the Money in the Bank, cashing in and get his big moment, like at SummerSlam or whenever he decides to cash it in. Where that night is just about Kofi. We're not talking about the length of the show. We're not talking about the women. We're not talking about anything else. But Kofi Kingston cashing in that Money in the Bank briefcase. So I'm like, mm-hmm. that's that. To me, I'm like, that really makes sense. They could stretch this story out. Because it just started, the Kofi story just started like in February, right? So, the, booking wise, and maybe it makes sense. All these, all the baby faces are winning at WrestleMania. It makes sense. Daniel Bryan should should win. Stretch it out a little bit. Kofi Kingston wins the briefcase, cashes in, and gets his moment later. That all makes sense. However, as we mentioned, the racial history with WWE right. made that just like impossible. They right. needed to make it happen at WrestleMania. Uh, maybe in the future, if they're in a situation like this. They go that way, but uh, I think they make the right call. If it was anybody else, logically, you would continue the story a little bit. But because of where they were, they they just had to. They had to. The, mo- the momentum Kofi, train was Kofi just went. too big. Yeah, the momentum train for Kofi was just too big at that point. They had to. They had to cave in on it. And something you said then, about uh, black kids, yeah. I'll say something to vouch for that that I really just thought about. I used to work for an elementary school about maybe three or four years ago, and this is before. It seems like it was before the New Day thing even got started. But when I would ask the kids who were their favorite wrestlers, they would say Daniel Bryan. Uh, some would say Jeff Hardy, who wasn't even in the WWE at the time. <laughs> and they were well, saying, they TNA. I don't know what, I mean, you know, kids just have memories. They just have guys that they yeah. remember, and they're just still their guys. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And a lot of kids said Kofi Kingston. They're like, yeah, Kofi Kingston's one was one of my favorite wrestlers. And I was like, I don't even know, like, what does that dude even do? Like, is he still Jamaican? Like, what is he doing now? You know what I mean? <laughs> And to hear them say that, like like I said, kids are impacted by that type of stuff. And lot, to a lot of kids, seeing Kofi win, that's one of their heroes winning. You know what I mean? Like, and, and wrestling has that good versus bad, you know, uh, you know, hero versus villain effect to it. And to see Kofi win, like I'm sure a lot of kids were, were excited about that, especially as big as the New Day is with kids, you know, anyway. Not just black kids, I mean, just kids in general. Oh. 
yeah. wrestling wrestling fans because they are they are they are entertaining. But no, that's a good point. That's also a good point because like Kofi, because of his longevity is eleven years. Mm-hmm. Most wrestling fans know who he is, right? right? They've seen his highlights. They they are aware of Kofi Kingston, right. uh, and and that helps just make this story even that much better. Right. So uh, we we look at this. So he won. So because I thought logically it would make sense for Kofi to win the Money in the Bank briefcase in that event is earlier in the in the year mm-hmm. when Raw started the next night, and they're like. I got. I was like, oh my goodness, they're really good. I thought it was a realistic idea that they could be unifying the titles. For anybody who missed it, of course, uh, Becky Lynch is now Becky two belts. She's got two two uh, two belts, two titles. She's got both women championships, the SmackDown, the Raw titles after winning the main event at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And they they start Raw with the idea that oh, we're going to do the same thing with the men and with the with the Fox deal on the horizon. As you know, uh, Fox will will start airing. Of uh, uh, WWE SmackDown on Friday nights coming up in October, we're just a few months away. I'll be here before we know it, mm-hmm. and so it's like, oh, maybe it makes sense that they're going to have all the titles unified, have the champions go between the shows, so Fox and USA Network don't start you know fighting with each other on who they who they want to have on their program. And so it made like I'm watching this, I'm like, okay, wow, they might actually do this, or or we're going to see some big superstar debut. And they're going to interrupt this, and we're going to see something cool. Somebody from NXT <laughs> or something gets called up, right? Because like we're getting we're getting prom like in this scenario, like on Monday Night Raw, like okay, we're getting prom like they're going to have this match, but it's the Raw after Mania. We know lots of people debut the Raw after Mania. It doesn't right. matter who it is. Somebody that we have not seen in a while or never seen on Raw is going to come out and either in this match break up this match at the end, or we're actually going to see somebody hold two titles up. Right. At the end of the night, which would suck, of course, if Kofi ended up being the one to lose. Mm. I think many people would care as much for Seth Rollins. So I thought uh, one way or the other, we were going to get something cool on Monday night right. at the end. And I think many wrestling fans felt that. And it's like, okay, we think we're getting an Xbox One for Christmas, but we end up getting a PlayStation 4. Okay, fine. Right. I'll take either one of them. But we did not get either one of them. <laughs> All right, we got a we game, got a game Boy Colors. We got got the Soldier yeah. Boy uh, game thing that came out. That's what we got. Yeah, we got your dad's Game Boy Color <laughs> out of the garage. Right, <laughs> and you wrapped it up. Right, we, we also we, got uh, we got a vignette of a uh, look like a uh, demented turkey in a box, which I had to do. Some oh reason. yeah, yeah, I had, that was. <laughs> that technically was the most interesting thing. <laughs> yeah, I had to do some research to see what that was. I think they said it's connected to Bray Wyatt or something like that, maybe. Did you see yeah, that? What, yeah, that's all we can assume about whatever was in that box. Yeah, man. But, we got that. That's what we got. We had So we had Raw go off. It ended up being that nobody debuted at the end of Raw. The titles were, there was not a, a, another two-belt champion mm-hmm. at the end of Monday Night Raw. But instead, Sheamus and Cesaro, of all people, made no sense storylines for them to interrupt. It made uh, no sense future storylines for them to interrupt. Right. It was it was just a huge letdown at the end of Monday Night Raw. I was at the Raw after WrestleMania last year, mm-hmm. and because uh, it was in New Orleans, and I was like, I've never been, so I'm checking that off my wrestling fan bucket list. And it was not the best Raw after Mania last year. It, it this year, um, they start with that hot angle with Seth and Kofi. I'm like, oh my goodness. Of course, this year it's going to be awesome. The year after, I, I I didn't go, but by the end of it, I think I'm, I think uh, maybe last year's Raw was actually better. I don't know what they're doing. The Superstar Shakeup probably should be the week after WrestleMania mm-hmm. because it's just it was they're ruining a really good thing. The Raw after Mania is supposed to be the best Raw. It had their highest ratings of the year for that program, and I think it left so many people with a 
bitter taste in their mouth because you have a bait and switch, which happens in wrestling occasionally, but to have such a high-profile one that does not pay off with anything uh, that the fans were looking for, uh, that's got to be that's very disconcerting to me. And that's why I want to turn this back around to you, Andy, because mm-hmm. I know you're the casual fan. Right. You watched this week. They got your interest. They got you excited, actually, about Kofi Kingston, right? Right. And, and the possible future of the program. They put together a, a show that is way too long. And then the next night, they followed up uh, with a with a bait and switch. I mean, I guess you were relieved that Kofi didn't lose the yeah, title. Yeah, I didn't want to see my man drop but, the belt off. But, but what do you think? To combine the, the Raw After Mania, the, the, the seven-hour-and-a-half-hour WrestleMania, um, as, a, as a casual fan, did it, did it or you're just like, well, I'm glad I don't watch this all the time, and I'll, I'll see you all next WrestleMania. I'll go support the local shows. Right. But this is, this is absurd. Nothing has really changed. You guys don't really uh, – uh, what, what are your thoughts after, after dealing right. with WrestleMania weekend, the Raw after WrestleMania and all of it? All right, here's my thing. I'm, like I said, I'm going to support local wrestling. Um, I, I'll watch this. It's crazy, bro. Like I said when I was on here a couple weeks ago on your show, Right. I'm on YouTube watching all kind of wrestling commentary all the time. Just, just I'm kind of pretty more in the loop than I probably think I am. And um, like I said, I'll watch it. But like I said, what I thought was going to happen Monday, I was what I really wanted to happen was I thought that um, Rollins and Kofi would, would have their fight, and I thought the New Day would interfere and screw over Kofi because it's just it just seems like they're a little bit too happy for Kofi to be the champion, bro. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's like they're right. just. It's just over the top happy for him. It didn't come off as a genuine happy. So I thought they were going to screw him, and I thought the new day would end like that. Kofi would still be a babyface. The other two guys would be heels, and then um, they could say like you know like we feel held back. Like we we had to play these buffoon characters and coming out of uh, cereal boxes and eating pancakes and all this kind of stuff. Like <laughs> we had to do these type of things to get over. And Kofi's the only ones getting that got rewarded for. It. He's the only one that got a shot. And you guys just kind of buried us in the tag team ranks and you never even you know they could do something like that I thought I was hoping something like that would go down where the, where the New Day would dissolve and um, Xavier Woods and Big E would turn on uh, or either one of just one of them maybe Big E would turn and maybe Xavier Woods might stay with Kofi you know something like that I wanted to see that whole thing right. dissolve I, if it was that type of screw job I'm like oh that was dope you know because at that point you would have not just Kofi Kingston being um, a highlight a highlighted black wrestler you'd also have Technically, three guys that are in the limelight or in the biggest story in wrestling when you have that feud. And you get to see Big E, who's this big, huge, intimidating guy who's playing a very, well, not the intimidating character. You know what I mean? He's out there dancing right. and cutting splits and twerking and all this kind of stuff. Like, you know, I'd I love to see him be more of a monster type guy than being what the character he's being now. Which goes back to my point of, and it, it's, and it's always bothered me. Like, my, my entire life watching, I'm... Um, 39 years old, my entire life of watching wrestling, even going back to uh, watching Memphis wrestling, was that the black characters had to be something else other than who they were to be to get over. Like, you know, Booker T has to be King Booker and sitting there with his eyes booked out. And, you know, he has to do all this type of stuff and spin a Rooney's and all that type of stuff. He has to be that guy to, to get over instead of just being Booker T. Like I said, I don't, work, I don't really want to go in too deep into that type of stuff because I'm not trying to, you know, be that guy. Not, not in this particular show. No, I mean, that, but, that, that, that's a, that's but yeah, a, that's, a that's, fine that's point that yeah. we, I would love to, as I said, love to, yeah, to explore Yeah, that's, a, that's a legit but concern, the, yeah. But then Big E actually got hurt this week. I don't know mm-hmm. how long he's going to be out. But that, 
that you're, there you go. I mean, you're a casual fan who mm-hmm. barely tunes in, and you're able to book Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania uh, the way it probably should be done. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't even have to be that big. Like, fans that they want to see some some shocking returns, right? Some mm-hmm. star power, some shock, and a heel turn or something. You know, that yeah. factor into it. something shocking is what you want to see. Shocking, uh, and, but also something exciting to happen. And a new day heel turn would have been great. But even if they just had New Day versus The Shield, right? You have the, It was the last night that Dean Ambrose was on. And the that was WWE real crazy. Roster. Like, that was supposed to be his last match, and it was like nothing. It like, didn't it even was, happen, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they could have had The Shield versus New Day in the main event, just a, a, a cool six-man tag. We knew The Shield was on their way out. You had Seth, who just won the title the night before, Kofi, who just won the title the night before, kind of the captains of the two teams. And Dean Ambrose could have taken the pen because he – was he's the one who's leaving the company? Like you had an right. easy out, could have been a fun main event. It would have made sense, right? Unlike Sheamus and mm-hmm. Cesaro, which was a, a frustrating way to to finish that. But right. and I think Bobby Lashley jumped in on on um, Dean Ambrose's last match, right? Yeah, he they, well they were supposed to wrestle, and then he ended up just beating him up and and, and throwing him through a table, and his wife right. running out. And what, and what happened to the other guy, little Bobby Lashley? What's his name? Leo Rush. Leo Rush. No, no, no. It's another guy. He's big like Bobby Lashley, but he's little. He's shorter than Bobby uh, Lashley. He's a black dude. He's real buff, but he's Apollo. Oh, Apollo he's Cruz. On the rock. Apollo Cruz. Yeah, yeah, Apollo yeah. Cruz. yeah, man. I'm just trying to keep up. I'm just trying to keep up with the black delegation in, in the WWE. But, hey, I'll tell you this though. We black delegation, bro. We we claim uh, Ricochet, bro. He's he's black, man. He's he's black, though. Right? Do you claim? Ricochet. Yeah. We're that, what, what if it was the Ricochet was in the Kofi spot at WrestleMania this <laughs> hey. year? What would, we, what, would the uh, what would be going on? A little, little questionable, bro. Like, like I, I can look at him and I kind of assume that he's biracial. I might be 100% uh-huh. wrong that, that he I, he looks like he has, you know, some black in his DNA. I could be uh-huh. 100% wrong. But whether he is or not, bro, we claim Ricochet. He, he's ours, Cerrito. So just he, hands he, off. He, he, he is awesome. Ricochet is awesome. Yeah, he's, he and, looks pretty good. And WrestleMania had its moments, unfortunately. This, it's just really long. I'm tired of them having to put everybody on the card at WrestleMania. Literally everybody. Like, there's no re- Like, I get this. I, I debate people come up and they want to talk wrestling all the time. And I'm like, man, WrestleMania. And everybody, that's the Like, WWE should not be coming out of WrestleMania with everybody. The main point should have been, wow, Kofi Keith is the champion. Wow, the women main event is Becky Lynch, Lynch is, is, is the champion. But the, 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 the conversation is the show is too long. Right. That really is the main theme. And I don't know why they want to... to to uh, to have that be what people uh, talk about coming out mm-hmm. of the show. That just doesn't make any sense to me. And you don't have to have everybody on the show. That argument that I hear all the time, like, but you got to put everybody on the card. Like, everybody's not on the card for Fastlane. Everybody's right. not on the card for the Elimination Chamber. Right. Why does everybody have to be on the WrestleMania Literally card? Like, it's it's it, it wore me out, and then I, I just a bitter taste in my mouth after the, the, the swerve there on Monday night. Mm-hmm. And then just a couple of la- couple of days later, we get the, the big swerve from the Grizzlies, right? They do a little, little bait and switch. <laughs> right. Exactly. They put it on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. They liked that. I- they like that idea. I don't know if the, if the, the people who came out for the Grizzlies are better than Seamus and Cesaro. But we'll-, <laughs> <laughs> we'll find, we'll find out. That might be, a, that uh, one. I know that, uh, um, I know you see a lot of the the gifts out there. I'm, you might I might yeah. make one with uh, with Wexler and and climbing on top of Sheamus and Cesaro's head coming out to the ring to uh, <laughs> to jump in yeah, on, that, 
uh, that on, would be good. Hey, do you, are you going to 901 Wrestling? Yeah, I'm going tonight. I'm probably going tonight. More, more than likely. Cool. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because the, the Wrestling Hour every week is brought to you by Real Memphis Wrestling at the Rec Room. Twice a month, Saturday nights now at the Rec Room. It's only five bucks to get in the door, but they turn Memphis's uh, – favorite barcade into an actual wrestling arena they set up the the ring in the middle of the of the of, of the barcade and they've got the bleachers there already and uh, they put on a show the storyline that you get uh at the rec room are actually better than anything you see right now oh, on, on wwe tv i mean there's the it's fantastic right mm-hmm. you love the show yeah i'm gonna tell you something else about wrestlemania that i didn't really understand and i was yeah. like okay i'm casual so maybe i maybe i'm just missing something why wasn't Kurt Angle's last match against John Cena? Like, why not? I think this is a, an interesting uh, debate and a conversation because many, many people thought Kurt, uh, that he was going to beat up Corbin and come out, or or that Kurt would squash Corbin and somehow Cena would be involved because Cena was not on the card at WrestleMania for the second year in a row, mm-hmm. which is also bananas, right? He's your biggest star. Yeah. He is no doubt the biggest star. He's an active wrestler who is in big movies. Uh, blockers and uh, the Transformers franchise. Mm-hmm. He's your biggest name, and you're not advertising him to be there. My I, my thought is he got hurt at the Memphis show in January, but he didn't get too hurt where he can't wrestle. But he did get hurt at the Memphis show in January. And I'm wondering, like, is it when he, like, tweaked his knee, he's like, man, I don't need to be doing this as much. I don't, like, I want to be involved, but I don't want to risk my health and risk my movie career. Uh, because of this, so I, is he just reducing his schedule in the back of his mind because his his injury scare that he had in January? That that's got to be the only thing. Because why would he not wrestle anybody? He could have wrestled Elias. He could have wrestled Kurt Angle. They could have set up a match. They could have done the angle they did the thugonomics thing with Elias. Could have done that on Monday Night Raw a few weeks before and had that match. You know, they could have done something, right? But they did. So but wasn't that I, wasn't um, wasn't but John Cena's? Wasn't John Cena's first match against Kurt Angle or something like that? Correct. It would have been the perfect Man, way to end. The and it was Kurt the Angle same story. character that he came out dressed as. He, it was the whole thugonomics thing, which is exactly, exactly. I, I don't, so I don't he, get that. Another thing well, I don't well, get. Actually, well, actually, I think when he debuted, I don't know if he was S thugonomics because he became thugonomics like the Halloween. The origin story of that is 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 bananas, but uh, as well. But okay. yeah, we got to we got to wrap up in a second. But Real Memphis Wrestling is tonight. Mm-hmm. It's at the it's at the record and it's five bucks. And I also want to remind people that Money in the Bank is early this year, which means our Money in the Bank trivia night will be early, too. The uh, house Money in the Bank is what we call it. Anthony, you got to come out to one of these. They're fun. Our friends from 901 Wrestling are always there, and they give away passes. And then the New Wing Order food truck will be out at the Memphis May Tap Room for this uh, NWO food truck, the best wings in town. But it's on May the 9th, 7 p.m. bell time at the Memphis May Tap Room. It's always free to play, but it's a wrestling event where you get to be a part of the action, the house money in the bank. That's a Thursday night, May the 9th, as we get close to money in the bank. That will be here uh, before we know it. But we got like a, a minute left. So, mm-hmm. what, you got anything else? No, nah, that's, that's all I got, man. I was glad I was able to come out <laughs> today and, and, and do my thing. And like I said, I had some of my friends come on and jump on with me, and I had a blast, man. It sounds great. I can't wait. I'm going to go listen to the podcast. Everybody can always find Surreal Live wherever you get your podcast. Go to surrealive.com if you you don't know how to subscribe to podcasts. You can just listen there on your computer. But, yeah, I, I will definitely can't wait to, to listen to that uh, later on this weekend and, and, and catch it. I appreciate you, you being here. There's no better week, like I said, uh, the, yeah. with what has going on with wrestling and the Grizzlies. 
you're you're the guy to come in and, and, and sit in and hopefully you can do it you do it again for me. Yeah, that'd hopefully. be great, man. But like I said, um that was Kevin Cerrito, uh the host of the show. You guys hear him every Saturday morning here. Uh thanks again to Jonah Jordan who came out from the Daily Memphian. Uh thanks to Amari Sankofa of um the Athletic and thanks for Contar Macklin and Big Swole, who you'll see tonight at nine one wrestling. I'll be there. Come out, check it out. Uh, I'm not sure if Kevin's gonna be there or not. Like I said, this is another show and uh, we'll uh, we'll see you guys next week.